This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilf Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Well, today it's all about you and your questions with our open topic show. Now, no question is off limits. You can start thinking now about what you want to ask Wilts and Jeremy because they are standing by. Now, we'll also discuss the latest tech news throughout the entire show. Now, if you want to join our conversation, ask any question or have a comment, please give us a call at one eight seven seven. MPB Ring, that's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline dot org. Well, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Jeremy. Hi, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. All right. Well, today, again, like I said, we're making it all about our listeners yes, with indeed. an open topic show. So, again, we want you to get on those phones. I know sometimes you can't get to Jeremy and Wilts. You can't email them. You can't talk to them live. Well, this is your day to ask any question. No question is too big or too small. From printers to apps to phones, you can even... Call us with the age-old question. Set was it? I'm Android against an iPhone. We can go back to that if you want to. <laughs> That'll definitely get me and me and Jeremy going back I and forth. I love that one. Now. I love that one. The old age Android versus iPhone. I'm an iPhone. Team iPhone. Me too. Me too. Team iPhone. Two against one. Oh, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, what's what's Java got in there? Oh, what does Java? He's iPhone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I knew he was awesome. Yeah, I knew he was amazing. Exactly. You know, we're going to divide the whole office in a minute on that one. But um, seriously, though, if you have any questions about any concerns, that phone just won't do what it's supposed to do. That printer won't do what it's supposed to do. Your computer at home won't do what it's supposed to do. The guys are standing by to answer your questions. Um, now, have, if your spouse won't do what they're supposed to do, we can't right. really help you with that one. I did that would say be, any yeah. question is yeah. off, no question is off limits. Yeah. No tech question <laughs> is off limits. You know, we, we, we'll actually, if you give us a call, we'll probably spill those other questions to our other shows. Because guess what? If you have a question, we have a show on MPB that can probably answer. I'm oh, yeah. sure we yeah. do. Well, we're going to go to the phone lines first and take our first call uh, from Tupelo all the way up north and speak to Mike. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. How are you today? Doing great. Wonderful. Doing great. What's your question, question or comment? About, my question is about uh, 5G cell phone service. I got a uh, an unsolicited call from AT&T, my cell phone provider, trying to urge me to make some changes to my plan uh, in preparation for 5G. I know there's a lot of competition coming with uh, Sprint and T-Mobile merging, and you know, everybody's trying to get more aggressive. Want to see what words of wisdom you had on 5G and cell phones. All right. Uh, well, I'd say in Mississippi it's a little early for 5G. I don't know exactly what they've rolled out. I know that in the bigger metropolitan areas that there is some 5G support, but even that is uh, somewhat limited at this point. Um, I would say if they're trying to sell you on 5G, they're, they're just uh, looking to make some sales because uh, – 4G is still working pretty good, and um, we just don't have that development around here yet. The South is pretty much always the last one to get the uh, new technology. Yeah, there's not even – I mean, AT&T doesn't really even have a uh, 
unanticipated launch date of when they're even going to start putting that in. And even then, they're only talking about trialing it. And that's mostly in Texas and looks like Indiana, South Bend, um, Indiana. So us seeing 5G is probably quite a ways out. I mean, in all honesty, we don't even have very we don't even have total saturation of LTE yet. So was that a scammer that called him, guys, you think? Uh, I'm almost I'm almost thinking more like maybe an overzealous um, salesperson just trying to get a jump. But, yeah, I mean, they're not even announcing it anywhere near our areas. Your your big cities are going to see that way before us. And and unfortunately, let's just be honest, uh, Jackson's just not that big of a city when you start comparing uh-huh. it to, uh, you know, Atlanta, et cetera. Hey, Mike, uh, what exactly did, did they say to you? Well, that the, they were preparing to roll it out, and in anticipation of that, they were trying to get business customers, you know, lined up and ready to go. But I, I agree with you guys that I think it's just, um, you know, these these people call, and they're trying to make a living, and they're trying to sell a service or, you know, make some upgrade to your plan that results in a little more money coming out of your pocket. Um, and, yeah, it may get here, but... I'm like you. I haven't heard anything about it. I'd just be happy with good, solid LTE service at my house. Amen. Yeah, I mean, so, I'm like looking here. I mean, Verizon's, uh, they're even, they're just piloting in three to five cities. Looks like Sprint doesn't even have a plan for it yet. Uh, T-Mobile is trying to trial it. So, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, we still got some areas in our in our beautiful state here. We're still piping in sunshine, so. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mike, for that comment. Yeah, much. Uh, it's a much bigger thing going on. It looks like it looks like it's starting a lot more overseas. Uh, yeah, and they're actually they've already launched some of their trials over there, like in England and some of that. So yeah, I think that they're just, like I said, I think they were just being a little bit over over uh, overzealous and, and and everything, trying to be very proactive, but probably just very proactive early. Mm-hmm. A, a wishful thinking salesman, perhaps. There um, you go. I looked on AT&T's website also to to see if they even had a map that showed any of their 5G rollout, and they don't have any kind. They don't have an option to select 5G, so I'd say it's definitely a little premature. All right. Well, thank you again, Mike, for calling in. We're going to go on to now next to Mobile and speak with Al. Good morning, Al. Good morning. I've got a um, question about. It used to be real easy to just copy my CD onto my computer. And I, you know, they seem to have eliminated that option with all the Microsoft stuff. Is there an easy way to do that? Mm, Well, it depends. Um, Are you trying to copy, like, CD, like, content? Are we talking about music or movies? No, no. Actually, I'm talking about a DVD so that I can watch the DVD on my computer instead of learning a CD all the time. Yeah, the reason they're locking a lot of that back, it's uh, digital rights management is really coming into play, I believe, a lot on that. Uh, as a matter of fact, the newest version of Windows out of the box can't even play a commercial DVD that well. Uh, and a big problem, a, a big catalyst to that, at least from what I've seen, has been uh, fights against piracy. So they don't necessarily allow you to have those copies locally, which is really kind of a, kind of a pain in the tail. So let yeah, well, it's also me... not according to the law. The law says that there is fair use, and and um, but also this is not a DRM uh, disc. I was going to say, let's assume it's a home video or something. So if you wanted to rip that um, and you needed software in Windows to do that, VLC. That's uh, Victor Lima uh, Cody. 
um, is a software that will rip a DVD for you. Now, um, uh, you would probably need to Google instructions on how to do it, but there's plenty of websites out there that will show you step-by-step how to rip a DVD through VLC. So it's still possible to do it, and um, yeah, I'm with you. If you got the DVD, you should be able to rip it, especially if there's no DRM stuff on it. Well, I've got VLC, and but it, it it copies a little bit of something, and then you know it's all blank. So um, anyway, so try try uh, try YouTube. Huh? I I would go with googling some some instructions with specifically ripping a DVD from VLC and something. Okay. There's surely some setting in there that you've missed uh, that you need to yeah. make sure you go over. Just read real thoroughly, and it should provide you all the instructions to get you there. Okay, well, thank you. That's what I was afraid of, but, um, boy, it sure does annoy me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Al. Hope it works for you. Okay, thanks for calling the show. We're going to move now to Laurel, Mississippi, and speak with James. Good morning, James. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? We're doing fine. Wonderful, wonderful. Good, good. Uh, Well, I wanted to say this. I used to be a Android junkie, (laughs) and then I got kind of attached to the iPhone, and I love the Android because of the expandability, able to put SD cards in and stuff like that. Yes, and that's sir. my only downside about the iPhone is that, you know, you got to get whatever memory you get, you got to get it built in. You can't put an SD card in there. And do you all know of any plans for Apple to uh, include that in their phone and be able to put an SD card in there? Never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Never pretty much, happen. yeah, as far as they're coming out there. there. Now, I mean, now on the broad side, they're putting out some, you know, I mean, the base model now is 64 gig. Right. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, uh, everything that I've ever read, because I've had that exact same uh, thought, it's like, man, it'd be, you know, right. come on, y'all. I mean, it's 2018. Can we can we get a memory card and an iPhone, and can we please let Coke and Pepsi be in the same, you know, in the same location? No, but neither of those Not two things that. seem to be coming to, coming to fruition for me. Apple's right. never going to let well, it happen. Okay, well, I was just curious about that. I know there's a lot of stuff on the cloud, but, you know, a lot of times you're in rural area, you can't get to the cloud. So that was just my thoughts uh, on that. Uh, There is, uh, you can take a uh, a flash memory and plug it into the bottom of the iPhone and expand it that way. But I know that's not as near as convenient nor as form-fitting as uh, an SD card internally would be. Um, But, yeah, I wanted to to elaborate on this a little bit more, especially because we're open topic. Um, Apple is always going to be the trendsetter, which is why they did away with SD or never even had SD card slots. You you had to be limited to what they provided you. That's just sort of how they operate. It's uh, they really like to have control over those things. Um, this is, of course, all my opinion. Um, but I've watched these devices get locked down more and more over the years, and even their their MacBooks are becoming more difficult to work on and to expand and, and so forth. Um, and, you know, they did away with the headphone jack, which is just another trend-setting yeah. thing that they're doing. But not all of manufacturers are adopting that because ultimately – the people are going to decide for other manufacturers because they're they're going to do what most people want, not mm-hmm. what's trend setting, but what works for most people. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'll tell you, I am plugged into a headphone jack in my in my Samsung phone. Mm-hmm. Huh. Ah, and I still love and I still love my regular headphones, but you know, to use them on my on my iPhone, I have to use the adapter into my Little lightning dongle. port, and now I can't you know charge and. 
And I've tried multiple yeah. of those splitters. They just don't work. I See, just did they ha- I didn't know they had a splitter because last night I ran into that and I said we're going to talk about that today. I said, mm-hmm. why did they take the um, um, headphone jack off the iPhone, the new iPhone? That was re- so we can't plug our charge our phone and listen to our headphones at the same time. What were they thinking? What do you think they were thinking? It, it, it's it's yeah. They Bluetooth. want you to go Bluetooth and it. wireless charging and. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those okay. mysteries right up there with how many leaks does it take to get to the center of a uh, well, We gonna, may never know. Well, thank you, uh, James from Laurel. If you're still on the phone, thank you for that comment and question. And maybe, you know what, I say, I never say never. Maybe one day, you know, it will happen. We'll see. But we're going to take our first break for uh, of the show. When we return, we'll continue uh, with... Your questions. Today is our open topic show, so we want you to give us a call. Any question, no topic is off limits today. We love this. I'm getting a lot of uh, knowledge about what you guys feel and what you guys think. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, this is Everyday Tech, only on MPP Think Radio. stick around for the rest of the show, you can always catch up by logging on our website at mpbonline.org or use the MPB Public Media app on your mobile device. This is MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. Are you looking for something fun to do this summer? You should check out the MPB Events Calendar. It has tons of great events. We're talking water slides, kids activities, and even some summer night concerts that are just awesome. If you want to find something nearby or far away, check it out because we have activities across the whole state. If you want a date night or a play day, we have that covered too. There's tons to do for any age, anywhere, anytime. And it's all online at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our tech experts, Wilf Chair and Jeremy Thompson. And today we're making it all about you with our open topic show. Now, Wilt and Jeremy are standing by, ready to tackle anything you throw at them. If you have any questions or comments, the number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can always email the show to Everyday Tech at mpbonline.org. Now we're going to go back to our phone lines and move to Canton, Mississippi, and speak with Joshua. Good morning, Joshua. Good morning. Hi. Doing great. What's your question or comment? Okay, so, uh, okay, I have an older computer, a desktop computer, and uh, the CD-ROM drive stopped working. Well, I I mean, I've updated it. I put a, a... uh, one terabyte hard drive in it. I updated the RAM in it, um, but I mean the motherboard was integrated, so I couldn't uh, do anything with it. But uh, the the CD-ROM drive went out, and so I bought an external one that you can plug into it, and it'll recognize the drive. But it, when you put a CD in there, um, any kind of CD, it, it it won't recognize the CD. Hmm. 
That is a strange issue. Okay, so um, have you taken this external CD drive, DVD drive, and hooked it up to another computer to verify that it does work? Uh, yes. Um, okay. My, I hooked it up to my laptop, and you know, and it does work. It, it, mm-hmm. you know, it spins and everything. Um, All right. I mean, it's new. It's straight out of the box. Right. Okay. And how old is this desktop? What operating system is it running? Well, it's ru- running seven. I don't like seven. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So um, I would see no reason that the two would conflict, but uh, have you looked in the device manager and seen if it recognizes the drive? Yes. I mean, it's it's showing that the drive is is there. It it just won't see whenever you put media in. Okay. So have you tried different media? I've tried uh, games. Or a couple of games, um, and I've tried a an actual. Uh, uh, I tried my uh, my old, really, really old uh, uh, Microsoft Office disk in it, um, and and that didn't, neither of those work. That is uh, an interesting issue. So, um, what about your other disk drive? Does Windows recognize it? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think so, but okay. it, it doesn't spin anymore. You know, I, ju- I just had one do this exact thing. I could boot with the CD-ROM, so in other words, if I try to boot the computer up, I could actually boot with the CD-ROM, but the moment that the operating system came on, it was like there, it just would not recognize any, it's like, oh yeah, you got a D drive here, but. I don't think oh. you have anything in it. Right. Um, That's exactly it. And quite honestly, I I thought driver. So I made sure I went out and got the newest drivers for it. I went ahead and updated the BIOS in, in my computer to say, okay, maybe it's you know, having a hardware talking to a problem. Unfortunately, what I ended up having to do is I did a repair on the operating system install itself. So if you boot... And it may still boot off of a Windows 7 disk. I had to go in there and tell Windows to repair. And there was some some Windows file that was just hosed. Um, and it, it went through and it repaired it and it finally came back. But I could not honestly tell you what file it was that it did. It's just Windows says, oh, okay, we repaired it. You're good to go. Okay, so um, I, I'm, I'm with Wilt. I would have approached it basically the same way, but before the BIOS, I would have gone for Windows since it would be recognizing outside of it. So um, you need to go into uh, your command prompt, and you need to run a command. Um, it's SFC, that's Sierra, Frank, Charlie, space, backslash, scan now, all one word. And what that command will do is check your Windows files for consistency and make sure that they're all what they're they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're operating uh, the the right file sizes and everything. It's, like Wilt said, something is off with your system files, and that scan may be able to fix it. You may have to end up refreshing your operating system, like he said, though. That sounds about right. Yeah. It, it, it's it's now, uh, it's old, you know. One one other thing that I would do is go into the device manager and try to just uninstall the drive the device drivers for both your 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 CD-ROM drive and your external and see if rebooting doesn't somehow reinstall something correctly because sometimes 
drivers can get messed up like that. And if you uninstall them from the faulty devices, then give it a good clean reboot and let Windows reinstall them. That might fix the issue. It's it's yeah. There's there's a lot of variables here. Okay. All right. Well, that's good advice. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, Joshua. Now, you see how simple that was, everyone. We're asking you to give us a call. I mean, I'm sitting back listening and looking at Jeremy and Wilts and looking at how they're fixing issues over the phone. That's what we're here for. And today is all about you. If you have an issue with anything, that was a hard drive external, whatever they said that was. (laughs) It was a thing of a... That was that. And, uh, but no, if you're having any issues with anything, today is the day. Don't sit. Don't wait. Don't get scared and say, should I call? Go ahead and pick up the phone right now. The number is one 672 7464 That's 1-877-MPB-RING. We're going to go back to the phone lines and head to Alabama and speak with Melanie. Did I say, yeah, Melanie. Good morning, Melanie. Hey, um, I have a question about a Samsung phone. Bring it on. <laughs> okay. It's, I think it's a 5, so it's older. It's the charger the end of the phone is broken. A little board that sticks into the charger. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do to get it charged up enough to save your photos, or is it just a lost cause? Okay, so because you have an S5, the back still comes off, and you can still replace the battery. So it's possible for you to get – you have two options here. You can get a battery charger, which is probably the cheaper of the two options, uh, and you can charge it with uh, a little adapter that hooks up to your wall, and then you can put it back into your phone to get all your stuff off of it. Your other option, which is probably the more expensive of the two, would be to put a wireless uh, charging back on that phone and then get a wireless charger and charge it that way if for some reason the battery situation didn't work. And possibly as a... a uh, a number three option, if you know anybody else that has the same phone, right. maybe you could just borrow their battery temporarily as well. That's, yeah, yeah. Oh, also, the S5 had the 3.0 port on the bottom of it. I had that phone. I loved it. Um, there's, <laughs> Jeremy sounds excited. The, oh, yeah. If you, that's my Android, y'all. Um, if, you, uh, if you look at the bottom there, you've got the two ports. Like So if you've got the phone sitting on its back, uh, so the screen is facing up, um, if you look there, you've got the port on the left and then the one on the right. The one on the right is actually a micro USB charge port. So you can take an older Samsung charger and you can put it in that port alone, and you may be able to charge the battery that way if, perchance, you just can't plug it into the other side. All right. Thank you so much. All right, right, Melanie. Hopefully that will help you. And again, like I said, if you're listening today, you're noticing that people are getting their questions answered without having to call the tech guys in and pay a bunch of money to get a question answered you can ask today for free. That's what we're all about here at Everyday Tech. Yeah, we're sending sending Michelle the bill. I mean, (laughs) Michelle got the bill. It was my idea, huh? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, here's the thing, Jeremy, and you've kind of missed this too. There, there, there's chocolate in the hallway here. Oh, so, no. yeah, chocolate. Yeah, I mean, I think it it's some is. of the world's finest, world's chocolate. finest chocolate almonds. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, it's like oh, I, I'm about to go broke before I leave out of the studio <laughs> today. I'm just letting you know. That's the plan. Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna move to Hernando, Mississippi, and um, before we do that, I'm calling out my friend Alan. You know, we got I, Alan. I got to hear from you today. I hear from you every week, <laughs> every Wednesday. My Wednesday is not complete until I hear from Alan, so I want Alan to give me a call. I'm calling you out, Alan. I know you got a question today. Open topic for you. You could you could talk about.
about any tech topic. But uh, we're going to move to Hernando and speak with Lacey. Good morning, Lacey. Good morning. Hi. Thanks for calling. Uh, yes, I have a question about Microsoft Office, and I have a very old version of Microsoft Word on my computer, and I have found that when attachments are sent to me with more updated versions, I cannot open them without down putting them on the desktop and right clicking and it'll let me open with the old version and I just do I need to do I just have to get a whole new office program put on there okay so how old is your version of office uh pretty old probably you know the late 90s <laughs> oh, the, so it's not it wouldn't be 2003 cuz if it was 2003 I might be able to help you I doubt it. Okay, all right. If it's that old, I'm going to go ahead and say that you probably should go ahead and bite the bullet and upgrade to uh, Office 2016. Now, you have a couple of options from here. They offer it in a subscription plan called 365, uh, which is like um, uh, it varies in price, but I think it's about 100 bucks a year. Um, and then there's also the option, which is becoming more and more obscured, uh, I've noticed, uh, that you can buy the software outright for about 150, um, and then you don't have to pay a yearly fee for it. Okay, okay. Th those are currently your options with Microsoft Office, though. Um, what they'll do is they'll uh, they'll most likely send you a card, and then you go to their website and you download it. So you want to make sure that you have a good stable internet connection. Otherwise, you might want to go surfing, say maybe eBay or some other site like that where you might be able to find a used copy of a newer version like 2007, which would be compatible with most of the newer stuff. Okay, so bottom line is you do have to get this program to be able to open things, you know, I mean like Outlook or those other free word processing things, they're not going to work. So if you, um, if you try to open a Microsoft Word document on OpenOffice or LibreOffice, one of the free uh, softwares, you may run into compatibility issues. You may run into formatting issues. It's not, it's not an easy uh, transition all the time. Sometimes it works okay, but if there's a lot of formatting in the document, I'm going to say that, no, it probably won't open successfully. Okay. Yeah, for, for very simple documents, it will. Mm -hmm. um, you know, especially like, I mean, I've used open office in some situations, but again, the formatting is what will throw you off. Um, and now if you're just needing to view documents, BM, Excel, Word, Word, PowerPoint, et cetera. Now, Microsoft does have free viewers, but that would not allow you to edit, which would be the okay. other Well, the I other have of a disk of a program that may be 2003. I don't know but it, if it is, but it's, I, did, I, it, I was not the owner. It came, you know, it came mm -hmm. to a place I used to work, and that place doesn't exist anymore, so I'm not, my name is not the owner. Can I possibly use that, or is that a no-no? If you if you had that software and you got it to install, it's up to you what happens once it's installed on there. That's not for us to tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. However, the uh, the software still needs to be updated in order to work with those newer files, the DOCX files. Mm -hmm. So you need I would uh, you got a pen? Uh huh. You need the Office compatibility pack if you've got 2003. I think it works with some of the older versions too, but the compatibility pack will allow you to open those newer files, but you have to install that before you go trying to open those newer documents. 
so much. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much, Lacey. I hope that worked for you. Uh, we're going to take our next quick break, but when we get back, we're going to get to Columbus and speak to Andy, talk to uh, June from Tennessee, and, of course, my good friend, Alan. He was listening, and he called, and he's on hold. Uh, again, today is our open topic show. It's all about you and your questions. Wilton Jeremy are standing by to help you fix whatever is ailing you. So the number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio. Support for MPB comes from The Fresh Market, offering baby back ribs, prepared sides, and grill-ready entrees for 4th of July celebrations. Details and recipes at local stores or at thefreshmarket.com. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our tech experts, Wilt Couture and Jeremy Thompson. And today, it's all about you and your questions with our Open Topics show. So far, we've had questions about drivers and apps and um, what else, guys? A lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. And I'm learning. There's Android things. Yeah, a lot of Android. I think I'll put that out there with the Android versus. (laughs) Well, you know, because what it is, I mean, you know, iPhones don't break, you know. What did you say, Jeremy? I said, oh, like some people might actually use those. Oh, wow. Yeah, like I might have some people who go, hey. I still have that. Look at you. You got some followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, remember, no question is off limits. Now, if you have any tech news as well or comments or questions, you can give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Now, we're going to go back to the phone lines and move to Columbus. And Andy has been patiently waiting. Good morning, Andy. Hello. Hi. What's your question or comment? Um, I heard the comment, uh, the question that the gentleman with the CD player with the older computer had, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to say uh, the issue might be, the reason why it worked on his laptop is maybe it's a bit newer, and he has an older USB port, maybe a USB 1.0 in that old drive, I mean, in the old computer, and the CD may be only rated for, like, uh, USB 3.0 or 2.0. Definitely Ooh, a possibility, yeah, although yeah. usually most of that is backwards compatible. Right, supposed right. to be. But I'm thinking like the data transmission speed for the drive. Right. Maybe it only supports OS cable doesn't match up, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. Definitely running newer stuff on older stuff can cause issues. That's why, uh, you know, we said check his drivers and so forth. And also, if it was working on another machine, that definitely isolates it to that machine and an issue with that machine. Right. But uh, that, that was all I had. It was just an idea that might help him. Well, that's definitely a great a point, idea. Andy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Andy. We're going we're to move to Tennessee and speak with June. June, good morning, June. Hello. Hi. You have a question or comment this morning? All right. My question is, I guess, I have an Apple iPad, and I put it on top of a toaster oven, and needless to say, I turned the oven on and forgot that the iPad was up there, and now it won't turn it on at all. 
So did now I burn skin? Toast? Hmm? Now your iPad's toast? I'm sorry, I couldn't help you. <laughs> Come on, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Java, you got to be on it now. I need my... <laughs> Where's my rim shot when you need one? Okay. <laughs> Okay. How hot? How hot did, did that toaster get? Did I do the battery in or the whole thing in? Uh, how hot did that toaster get? Pardon me. It, was it just a regular toaster or was it a toaster oven? Did you, did it have it's adjustable a toaster temperature? Oven. Ah. That I, yeah, I laid it on top of it to warm the food up on the inside. Mm-hmm. And oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking the battery may not be too happy. I'm thinking that it, depending on how hot it got, it could have done more damage to the board. So um, I just had it on warm, just to keep it so warm. Yeah, then probably the battery. So um, before that, you were having no issues, and um, you have you put your iPad on the charger, or I have you done anything with it, it at all? I pushed every button on it. I've even padded it on its little back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like the well, way she thinks. <laughs> batteries and iPads are especially uh, difficult to repair. So I recommend taking that one directly to an Apple store. Um, the reason for that is it's going to be a more cost-effective thing that they can repair, and it's also um, they uh, they may – just give you a whole new iPad, possibly. I don't know exactly how they Ooh. go about repairing that one. Um, so, yeah, I, I would make an appointment with an Apple store and, and take it on up there and tell them that your iPad was toast. <laughs> I couldn't help Wait, wait, wait. Should she tell them she said it on the toaster? Because I, some people say, don't go in the store and tell them what you actually did. I would, I would, I would actually just say maybe that it got hot. Yeah, I don't know what uh, happened. I wo- say, look, June, say this. I woke up one morning and it just didn't work. Say that. Say that. Don't tell them you put it on the toaster. Now, now, you, now you do realize, as IT guys, we're really, really used to yeah. that. What were you doing before? I did nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Sounds just like my kids. Yeah. Well, I could blame it on my three-year-old grandson do because that. I laid it up there because he kept trying to get it. Ah. <laughs> Well, thank you, June. You know what? I hope that works. I hope you get a new one or the battery um, suddenly works again. Yeah, I mean, right. really, really, my mind really floats to that battery, really. just I mean, because those lithium-ion batteries, and they're really sensitive, especially to heat, and that just really does a lot to them. What's odd, though, is she said she put it on warm, and so I'm assuming that's got to be, you know, under 100 degrees? No, am I wrong? Oh, no, would that it, could be. traditional oven be, I mean, warm would be what, over 120 uh, I, I'm thinking more like at least a 200 for for warm warm on toaster oven? For, a, for like a little toaster oven. I don't know. I, it, it depends on how hot that battery got. If it went over a hundred, yeah, it's toast. Well, I mean, so, I'm just I, I yeah. Uh, I heard rumor of this. Not that I would ever do something like this before, but I do know just setting something of plastic material on top of a toaster oven uh, doesn't take too much warm before it's not looking like it was when it was set up there. So I've heard I would never do that he's when grinning. I watch toaster he's oven. He's grinning uh, uh, as he's saying this, Jeremy. So <laughs> it doesn't take like much to get him hot. Had up some there. Um, experience in this. <laughs> yeah. So so I've heard. So I've heard. Well, thank you, June. Well, you know, solder melts around three fifty three seventy. So if it got that hot, it could have melted the components on the board itself and yeah. and uh, yeah. refloat solder. So in that case, it is definitely beyond repair. All right. We're going to move to Brandon and speak to my friend, Alan. Good morning, Alan. Nothing like getting a call out this morning, huh, Alan? Wilson, Jeremy. How y'all doing? <laughs> Wonderful, hey, man. I, I heard you call, Michelle, so, I, so I'm answering. So, uh, Thank you. Uh, Thank and, you. And, but, 
but I'm going to make a little bit of a jaded comment, I guess, when y'all, right. y'all were talking earlier about Apple and they're taking away earphone jacks, taking away uh, home buttons, uh, et cetera. I, I can tell you what it's all about. It's, it's all about their bottom line. They're, yeah. they're doing stuff that's going to sell more products and stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's what's driving their decisions. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I find it. Well, you know, let's just face it. I've gotten to be a bit of a dinosaur in my old age, and it, yeah. Once I learn how to do something, I don't want them tweaking with it and, and, and messing it up every, every new release just because it's going to give me so many new features and stuff. I find that when they do stuff like that, the stuff that's always worked tends not to work anymore. Either that, or I have to learn a new way to to do stuff that I already knew how to do. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, it, yeah. Anyway, and yeah, it's the world we live in. These guys are about making a buck, and we do want Apple to be successful, though, because uh, you can't get new product from a company that's no longer in existence. But uh, I will add, though, that if you want to get one of those uh, lightning adapters that lets you hook up two things to it, the one to get is the Belkin Rockstar adapter. It's uh, you know, it's got one lightning connector on one end, and it's got a little block at the end, and, and two connectors on the other end, so you can. You can plug in both your power uh, charger and your uh, earphones at the same time. Well, it's neat you say that, Alan, because we actually got a um, Wanda, one of our listeners, actually shot an email in and was talking about the Belkin one as well. And I'm just wondering if I just got a a dud of one because I actually got one of those Belkin splitters, and mine just doesn't like me. So, um, oh, really? Yeah, okay. but I may have to. I may, I may have to just look and see. I wonder if I just got maybe the wrong thing, or maybe I just got you know. I mean, it, and it can happen. A dud can come down the line. Um, now, 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 I will admit, it will let you charge and it will let you listen at the same time. But if you're trying to do, like, if you try to hook up a like an external microphone uh, into it, 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 you know, usually won't handle something like that. So it, it, it's kind of persnickety at, at what all it'll let you do. Yeah, and I mean, I just wanted to charge and listen. Really, I was on a, I was on a but, flight whenever I got it for it. But but, but you're right. I mean, that that, that item costs forty bucks. Yeah, little, which is the, ridiculous. The little, the little, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. The, the little adapter that they give you with your phone that lets you use the old 3.5 connectors, that's 10 bucks. And, and how many people are going to lose those things right and left? Cause they're, you know, it's a, a lot it's of a, my teammates at work. Mm. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that, that, that's it. So, uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and now the home button, they're getting rid of that. Oh, so, uh, yeah. you know, I'm, 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 I'm not a happy camper because, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm visually impaired. I, I, I depend on buttons and stuff. Right. It just makes it easier when you're working with interest. I don't want to learn a whole new bunch of gestures. Thought they eliminated yet another button, but yeah. Well, plus you give me flashbacks to what a lot of us, especially a lot of uh, computer users, were complaining about whenever Windows 8 came out. They got rid of the start button, and it's like you know, it wasn't it wasn't broke. Why are you? you It's like you you take one thing away. You know, we're going to give you this one thing you need, but yeah, but you broke (laughs) twenty. Uh, yeah, I really wish when they're developing this stuff, they would have somebody on the team right. that's been using a computer for more than just a year. You know, <laughs> somebody that's you know been through the, you know, been through the ropes and and done a bunch of stuff. You know, they get these new guys in there, and you know, and, and it's like they're coming out with a product that's designed for somebody that's just picking up one of these things for the first time. Well. You know, we're not all we're not all doing that. I mean, Alan, been using these things forever. And it makes you think: Do they even ask the consumers what we want? Uh, like you uh, said, yeah. it's kind of like about money, you know. So we have yeah. to buy this and buy this and buy this to go with the new uh, phone. But do they even think about what we want? And they're probably like, "No, we're going to tell you what <laughs> you want." <laughs> 
Well, and it's kind of like I've, I've heard um, I've heard some mechanics say before they really wish that engineers when they're designing cars would talk to a few mechanics. Cause I don't know about y'all, but it, it's almost gotten to the point where I've got to go out and you know become a contortionist just to change my oil, just to try to find the dang. Uh, you know, the oil filter on the dang thing. I mean, some, at some point, some people need to start talking to each other, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, those of us that have been using these things for a long time, we're the ones that have the money to spend on them. I mean, exactly. come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah so, well, thank uh, you, oh, Alan, for calling in right. today. I'll talk oh, to yeah. you again next Wednesday. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. I'm, I'm going to be traveling next Wednesday. So oh. I may miss the program. So. Okay. Well, anyway. you can, well, next Wednesday is the 4th of July. Oh, so it is the 4th of July next Wednesday. So don't worry. We'll do a great uh, repeat show just for Alan, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks. I love the show. Thanks, guys. Oh, thanks for Thank calling you, in. All righty. All right. We're going to take our last break of the day. But when we get back, we're going to go to Gulfport and speak with John, go to Tupelo and speak with Bill, and go to Biloxi and speak with Craig. Again, we have a few open phone lines, so go ahead and get your questions and your comments in order right now. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Today, it's all about you with our open topic show. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. You're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilt Couture and Jeremy Thompson, our technology experts. Well, today we've been taking your questions with our open topic show. Now, there's still time for you to get your questions answered, so give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.com. Dot org. Now, we have a whole slew of calls, so we're going to move right now to John in Gulfport. Good morning, John. Good morning. Hi. Thanks for calling. Yes. Uh, I, I purchased a computer in 2003. It had uh, Windows XP Professional on it, operating system, and also had a three-and-a-quarter drive. And my, question is, you, my question is, can it be updated with Windows 10 and the three-and-a-quarter drive work? Mm. Probably not. Um, it's uh, it's going to depend on the processor in that computer as well as how much RAM you have in it. Now, there are some older machines that we have had some success getting Windows 10 on, but um, the older hardware is always going to be a challenge due to driver compatibilities and older cards that you may have in your system that may not be compatible with newer operating systems or may not have drivers that are updated for the newer operating systems. So you can try it, um, but I, it, it's, it's going to be more trouble than it's worth, I think. About as far, I mean, some of the XP machines that I've seen, they can make it about to Windows 7. Um, and with decent luck, but again, so many people have dropped 
so much from back then. It yeah, it really does kind of become it becomes a toss up. There's just so many variables that come into it. Technically, if it runs seven, it should run ten. But since he's on XP, we don't even know if it's going to run right. seven very well. I would say if you knew it would run Windows seven well, then it would probably run Windows ten just fine. But since we don't know that, uh, yeah, it's it's a toss up. All right. John. Okay. Well, thank you, John, for calling in. Hopefully that'll help you. All right. We're going to move to Craig in Biloxi. Good morning, Craig. Yeah. Hello? Hey, Craig. How you doing? Okay. Uh, I was wondering what happens to all these phones when they go from 3G to 4G, and and what happens uh, to the phones? Do you need a new phone? Well, you know, not necessarily. A lot of them, um, even your older phones right now, what the, the big difference in this was whenever they went from the analog to the digital, and that did require new phones. But the really nice thing that they're doing with a lot of these, now we don't really know what's going to happen with 5G, but we can kind of, you know, if if the 4G slash LTE era was any kind of indication, they were still backwards compatible with 3G and actually could go back to about 2G. So usually they try to stay backwards compatible enough because they know especially now everyone's not replacing their phone constantly. So they will try to hold them out there. I mean, for example, anything that's still 3G out there, which is now considered older technology, still works just fine. It's just going to be a little bit slower for your data. Okay. All right. That was it. righty. Thank you, Craig. All right. All right. I, will, I will say that the 3G data is pretty slow these days. Oh, it 4G, is. 4G is still going to be relevant for a while. So if you have a phone that's 4G compatible, you got no worries. Mm-hmm. But 3G is is becoming outdated to the point where it's unusable if you use a lot of data. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're just trying to maybe, you know, do something very, very basic, it, it's almost like, you know, having a dial-up internet or DSL now. It's because our content has become so much more dynamic, so much more involved, and, and by its nature, so much larger uh, it's necessitating the higher speeds. True. We're right. gonna. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no problem. But um, keep in mind that all of these devices uh, have wireless in them, which is you know way faster than all that. So you can always use that if you have a wireless network near you. So those devices are not irrelevant. But if you're trying to use them on a data plan specifically, you might run into some issues. All right. We're gonna move to, and try to get to the last three calls. We got Mikey, Mary, and Randy. Let's go to Randy. Good morning, Randy. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Oh, hey. Yeah, good. I I've got an iPhone which I was never happy with, and anyway, I kept coming up. It kept coming up. Storage almost full, and I subscribed to uh, cloud service or whatever, and uh, they're taking out money once a month, and that never, that didn't work either. So anyway, I tried to unsubscribe, and I couldn't do it on the phone. Wouldn't let me do it, and I went online and found the Apple customer service, what I thought, and I called, and guy in California said his name was Jerry Wilson. He didn't sound like a Jerry Wilson anyway, but he told me to go down to the store and get two $50 gift cards, pay for them on my credit card, and peel off the sticker, and there's a secret code on the back, and they could go in and wipe all this stuff out, which I didn't do it. Yeah, good. Yeah, but because that was down. a uh, that that number that came up whenever you search was not the legit number. That's a scam number, and unfortunately, in your Googles and Bing's, those things come up 
a lot more often than you would think. You cannot trust yeah. everything on the Internet. Oh, my goodness. And with your iPhone issue, um, it sounds like your onboard storage, which is the storage that the phone actually has inside of it, um, is full. But it also sounds like your iCloud was full, and the iCloud issue got fixed, but your storage on your phone is still full. So you need to probably delete some stuff off your phone in order to get that message to go away. All right. Well, Randy, we hope that helps you. And um, please be careful with those um, sites out there that are trying to scam you, okay? We're going to go to Mikey right now in Mobile. Good morning, Mikey. Good morning. I'm sorry. I, I should Maybe you should answer these questions next week because it's probably going to be more involved. Um, uh, I, I'm thinking uh, I need a home security system for more than one property. I'm tired of the phone company with whom I've had a long and um, uh, overly devoted um, relationship. I do not have another computer, thinking that the phone is a computer. I'm shopping for phones, a new phone, a new phone company, and and a security system to protect the properties. Who do I call first, the security system people, the phone company, what do I ask as far as being compatible between the two? And how secure is that? Are you going to be having people, you know, with the security system looking in your house when you don't want them looking in your house? Uh, okay, so yeah, your security a... <laughs> system and your surveillance system should be two separate things, um, or at least I would do it that way. Um, as far as the surve- the security system goes, it should have some sort of wireless card in it. They should all support wireless these days, so it shouldn't have to be bu- tied to any particular phone company. Right. Well, we're going to uh, – Mikey, that'd be a, that, yeah, that'd be that's a good, that's e- a good Email one. us in and mm-hmm. let us – maybe we can kind of get a little bit more in-depth with that for you yeah, on that. And actually, it sounds like a great show idea. May do an entire show on um, home security and yeah. uh, phones and things like that. We're going to do another wrap-up, and that'll be a great one for um, you, um, Mikey, to listen to that show and see where we can get those questions answered. Uh, Mary from Memphis, I apologize, but uh, computer setup sounds like a great question if you want to email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We can try to get your question answered as well. Now, you do know next week will be our 4th of July special show, so we'll be back live the week after next right here on MPB Think Radio. We want to thank everyone for joining us today. We hope Wilton Jeremy fixed whatever was ailing you computer-wise, tech-wise, but if that didn't work, of course, stay tuned for Southern Remedy because the doctors will be on hand to fix what's ailing you in your body. Now, if you missed part of the show or want to hear past episodes, you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org or subscribe to our podcast. Java Chapman was our board operator this morning, and our phone screener was the lovely Laura Lori Thompson. Now, for Wilts Catra and Jeremy Thompson, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Again, stay tuned for Southern Remedy and join us next week at 10 for more Everyday Tech only on MPB Think Radio.